Father, we want to thank you this morning. We are grateful for the opportunity to come together and to learn at your feet. Holy Spirit, we thank you. Thank you for the way you enveloped this place this morning. Thank you for your presence in this house today. And thank you, O Lord, as we, our faces are different, our needs are different. But Lord, you know the need of everyone. And Lord, we have come this morning to sit at your feet. Lord, we thank you. And Lord, you will speak to us today in the name of Jesus. And we thank you that the last disappointment we suffer will be the last one ever in the name of Jesus. And for everyone here this morning and everyone under the sound of my voice, that Lord, we pray that Lord, there will be a great turnaround in this season in the name of Jesus. Every reproach, every shame shall be rolled away and there will be a brand new beginning. We give you praise and we give you glory. Bible say, day unto day, utter a speech. Night unto night, you with knowledge. There's no nation that their language is not heard. Lord, you will hear our voice today. You will hear the secret of our hearts. And Lord, it will be a brand new day in the name of Jesus. We give you praise and we give you glory in Jesus' name. Amen. Hallelujah. Someone said, Love revolution. Oh, you didn't say it like you mean it. Love, love revolution. Love. Hallelujah. Uh, this morning, we are starting this series uh, that I call Love Revolution. Uh, we, 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 uh, when the Bible reading was done this morning, you heard uh, what God said, that uh, our love must be demonstrated. All right? You know, just this funny story. Let me start with that. There's this, um, this couple. You know, the husband always tells the wife, I love you, I love you, I love you. And, uh, you know, the woman, one day, they were, you know, having a drive in the countryside. Everything was quiet. And the man again was like, oh, you know, Danny, you know, I love you. And, and the woman, you know, she just rolled her eyes and said, okay, I've heard that enough. Show it. You know, love has to be demonstrated. Love has to be shown. You can't say, oh, you love somebody and then you don't show that you love them. Hallelujah. Love is demonstrated. Amen? Oh, I love you. You are the uh, what, um, the only uh, you know, cup, you know, the only sugar in my tea. The only honey in my, in my uh, the only um, jam in my bread. Uh, so quickly we're going to read from First Corinthians 13. First Corinthians chapter 13. So the type to all this stuff topic or subtitle is walking in the love of God. Walking in the love of God. Amen. So we want to walk in the we want to learn how to walk in the love of God. Everything starts with God. You know God is the source of everything. Be it love, be it whatever it is, He is the source. Are you with me this morning? God is the source. So First Corinthians chapter 13, and I'll read that quickly uh, from verse 1 to 8. It said, Do I speak with the tongues of men and of angels, but have not love? I have become sanding brass or a clanging cymbal. And do I have the gift of prophecy and understand all mysteries and all knowledge? And do I have all faith so that <laughs> I could move mountains, I could remove mountains, but have not love? I am nothing. And though I bestow all my goods to feed the poor, so it's good to, to feed the poor, and though I give my body to be born, but have not love, 
It profits me nothing. Love suffers long and is kind. Love does not envy. Love does not parade itself. Is not puffed up. Does not behave rudely. Does not seek his own. Is not provoked. Thinks no evil. Six. Does not rejoice in iniquity, but rejoices in the truth. Love never fails. I mean, sorry. Verse 7. Bears all things. Believes all things. Hopes all things. Endures all things. Love never fails. But whether there are prophecies, they will fail. Whether there are tongues, they will cease. Whether there is knowledge, it will vanish away. Look at that. Hallelujah. Quickly, verse 15 now. We'll read verse 15 of that First Corinthians 13. We'll read verse 15. It says here. Oh, sorry. First Corinthians Sorry, 13, rather. That was a typo. I was thinking 15. There's no 15. And now abide faith, hope, love. These three, but the greatest of these is love. So he said the greatest of these is love. All right, let's go to First John chapter 4, verse 7 to 8. First John 4, 7, verse 7 and 8. Are we there? He said, Beloved, let us love one another, for love is of God. And everyone who loves is born of God and knows God. He who does not love does not know God, for God is love. God is love. Hallelujah. I discovered that love is a force for dominion because it gives you direct access to all that God has promised Love gives you direct access to everything. Because whatever is done, whatever is not done of love is a sin. If we don't love, we are not showing the nature of God. So when we walk in love, we have access to the things that God has promised. As a matter of fact, the Holy Spirit said this to me, and we're going to read that John 14 verse 21. The Holy Spirit said to me that, when you walk in love, when you understand love, when you uh, be- demonstrate the love of God, when you make it a lifestyle, he said you have access to everything that is God. Everything. God will go above and beyond to meet your need. And he said to me, and we're going to find out as we go on, some of us, we've been giving and serving, and we have not had the kind of results that we know our giving should have produced. Our service should have produced simply because we are not working in love. How powerful is that? Hallelujah. So come with me. John 14, 21. Hallelujah. Hmm. John 14, 21 here, he says, He who has my commandments and keeps them, it is he who loves me. And he who loves me will be loved by my father. And I will love him and manifest myself in him. I want you to look at that word, manifest myself. Underline that word, manifest. God said, I will manifest. God is saying, I will express myself through you. I will show forth my glory through you. Because you walk in love. I will show, I will reveal to the world the abundance that I have. Everything. God is saying, the fullness of me you will see. When you walk in love. 
you know, I've, I've, you know I'm, I'm going to share some personal story, but let me, let me share this. There are people who have looked at me and, you know, they've treated me badly and they expected me to react. I never reacted. And they are thinking, this guy is a fool. I would rather be a fool for Jesus. Are you with me? You choose your battle. Sometimes you even lose the battle, but you don't lose the war. Sometimes it looks the enemy has won. No, he hasn't. Because he want to put you in a box so that he can mess up with you. After the devil has no power to do that to me. Because when you understand this concept of love being the nature of God, the enemy is not able to harass you. Hallelujah. It's not. Love is an authentic sign that we now have the nature of God because God is love. It's an authentic sign. You don't need to carry a Bible around to tell people, I'm a Christian. Do you walk in love? Or do you lose it at every slight provocation? You know, some of us even have an expression to say, Oh, if not that I'm a Christian, I will show you. Seriously? <laughs> I mean, there are things, you know, people say things, all manners of things about me, about you, but do you have to react to everything? You know, one thing God said to me many years ago, he said, the reason why a lot of Christians struggle with when people, you know, are unkind to us and when people say unkind things about us, gossip about us, backbite about us, is simply because we still have a reputation. And God took me to Philippians chapter 2. He said, Jesus was able to go to the cross to die the death of shame for you and I, for, for the world, because he had no reputation. And we're going to learn here. We're going to learn some things this morning, and I know that God will speak to us. It is time for us to begin to walk in love. And not the way you think it is. The real work of love. God has called us to demonstrate our changed lives by walking in unconditional love. First John chapter 4, verse 21. Let's go quickly back there. First John 4, 21. Hallelujah. Are we getting something out of this? Amen. Hallelujah. He said, and this commandment we have from him, that he who loves God must love his brother also. Who is your brother? You think it's just your own blood brother? You know, from the same parent? No. No. He said, my brother is he that does the will of my father. Jesus said it. He said, my brother, are those who do the will of my father. Those who don't do the will of my father, they are not my He said, my brothers are those. So God is expecting us to show that to the household of faith. And to show that to the whole world because Jesus died for everyone. Are you with me this morning? Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. We will preach this. And the devil will tremble. This year, we are committed to walking in dominion. We don't want anything to stop us from walking in dominion. It is flesh gratifying when we retaliate. When we walk in unforgiveness and strive. 1 John 3 verse 4. 14. 1 John 3 14. 1 John 3 verse 14. He said, we know that we have passed from death to life. Because we love the brethren. He who does not love his brother abides in death. 
When you walk in strife and unforgiveness, you abide in death. You are not showing the nature of God. 2 Corinthians 5.17 Therefore, if any man is in Christ, is a new creature. All things have passed away. Old attitude. Oh, an eye for an eye. You said one bad thing about me, I'll say three about you. Alright, let's do it. All things passed away. All things has become new. You, you slap me on the, cheek, on, on the right cheek, I'll give you the left cheek. You see, I, I've learned something. There's a principle I've learned. God taught me this some years ago. He gave me an example. He said, you see, you have two people. And each person at the other end is holding on to a rope. Like, you know, this talk of what, you know, talk of what they do. And you're pulling, the person is pulling. He said, the moment you drop the rope, the other person cannot pull you anymore. One of the ways the enemy steals our blessing is that he want to put us in offense. I've, seen, I've watched movies, you know, where it's de- it was depicted where the enemy tried to get at a Christian and he couldn't until that Christian was offended. It was an access door for the enemy to come in. Hallelujah. So quickly, what is love? To walk in love is to walk in the word. And I'm talking about the word of God. To walk in love is to walk in the word. Let's go. Let's go. So, Second John. So we're going to stay in John for, for a little while. A little bit. A little while. Second John 1 verse 6. Second John 1 6. Um, chapter 1 is only one chapter. 6 verse 6. Yes, say, this is love. That we walk according to his commandments. This is the commandment that as you have heard from the beginning... You should walk in it. You should walk in the word. God's love is keeping his commandments, walking in the light of the word. 1 John 3 verse 23. 1 John 3 23. Praise God. And this is his commandment, that we should believe on the name of his son Jesus Christ and love one another as he gave us commandment. You see, love keep popping up. He said, you say you love me, you love me, show it by your obedience. You love me, show it by loving your brother unconditionally. You say you love me, show it by walking according to the dictates of the word. The Bible said the commandments of God are not grievous. They are not difficult. They are not to harm us. It is for our own good. But we cannot walk in love except we walk in the word. Walking after the word causes you to know how to love as God loves. We have been given God's love manual. The Bible is God's love manual. We have it. Every one of us, we have it. And so whatever is in the word, when we live by the dictates of the word, when we live by the commandment of the word of God, guess what? And you know, we put it into practice. Then it's easier for us to walk in love. Hallelujah. Love becomes active through knowledge of the word. Without revelation knowledge, love lies undeveloped and selfishness continues to reign. Philippians 1 verse 9. Let's go to Philippians 1 verse 9. 
Hallelujah. It's so natural to be selfish. Is that, do, we, do we even plan to be selfish? We just, it just comes. It's so natural. You know, even sometimes we express love, you know, in a romantic relationship, you express love, you say you love somebody, but the love you even say you love the person is to take advantage of them. That's selfishness, isn't it? And I always tell people, you know, especially single, I always tell them, I say, you don't tell a, a guy, you don't tell a, a lady or a girl that you love her simply because you want to take advantage of her. And then you, once you've done what you've done, you're gone. You always remember that's the daughter of God. That's the child of God to be, potential child of God. If the child is, if person is not born again, that's a potential child of God. Are you with me this morning? Or you a lady and you go into a relationship with a guy because he has money and you want to take a, you want you just want to get the money from him. That's selfishness, isn't it? We need to we need to we need to apply the scripture correctly. We need we need to go into the word. What does the word of God say about things? Because when we begin to live our life by what the word of God says, honestly, we have less challenges. We will not have any challenge. Because guess what? The word works. Philippians 1 verse 9. Are we there? He said, this I pray that your love may abound still more and more in knowledge and all the summit. In knowledge and all the summit. Your love abound more and more. Hallelujah. Let's look at perfected love. You are the love of God by nature. We have that by nature. I've discovered something recently now. Do you know that everything is a choice? It's a choice. Everything we do is a choice. It's a choice. If you cut me off in traffic and I don't hoot at you, it's a choice. And I get aggressive and I'm, like, I'm going to drive after you and I'm driving. You know, that, <laughs> there's a case recently of a guy who, you know, it was on New Year's Eve day and there were these, you know, teenagers. You know, guess what they were doing? They were throwing egg at cars as cars were driving by. And you know what this guy decided to do? He decided to go after them. They were driving, all right? He was running after, he was, you know, speeding after them, trying to catch up and I will teach them a lesson. Guess what happened? It caused an accident that led to the death of a woman. And I think with her daughter or something. New Year's Eve. True story. This guy is going to jail for that. He wasn't the one throwing the egg. They weren't possibly throwing the egg at his own car. So there are times that you don't, you don't dignify the enemy. You don't, you don't, it's not every situation you have to be the, I'll fix it. You are not a fixer. You can't fix anything. Praise God. Choose your path too. Even in a marriage relationship. You know, husband and wife, oh my goodness. Things happen. But sometimes you just have to keep it under your breath. Like, faith worker by love. Faith worker by love. I'm not going to get into offense. Faith worker by love. <laughs> Hallelujah. So by nature, we have the love of God. As you act on the word, the love of God is perfected in you. First John 2 verse 
Amen. First John 2, verse 5 and 6. Hallelujah. First John 2, verse 5 and 6. Oh, Jesus, thank you. But whoever keeps his word, truly the love of God is perfected in him. By this we know that we are in him. He who says he abides in him ought himself also to walk just as he walked. You say you love God. You say the love of God abides in you. Walk as Jesus walked. Don't judge people. You know, I've, I've discovered something. And you know what? I know, you know, our walk with the Lord is a, is a, you know, it's a process, you know, where we're, we're, we're growing every day. Standing before you now, I'm not perfect. I make mistakes all the time. Because imperfection in us, you know. And then sometimes we make mistakes and we don't even think it's a mistake. And the Holy Spirit speaks to us and says, hey, hey, you messed up there. Oh, oh, Lord, I'm sorry. You know, and we, we are learn. We make mistakes, we learn. But one thing is, uh, we, we cannot live our lives at the mercy of the fact that I can't help it. Are you with me this morning? There are things you can choose not to do. Because they are very obvious. So when we choose to walk in love, it is obvious. It's a choice. It's a choice. Through the word, the Holy Spirit manifests the love nature of the Father in you. The Bible says in Romans chapter 5, verse 5, it says the love of God has been spread, I mean, I mean poured out. You know, you know how it is? Let's assume now it's summer, you know, everywhere is hot. And you are really, really hot. And then someone just carry a bucket full of water and just pour it on you. That was how God splashes love on us. So we have more than enough love to give. <laughs> you understand that scripture? Now? Romans 5 5. He said, For the love of God has been shed abroad in our heart through the Holy Spirit that has given to us. The Holy Spirit is in us. Out of your belly shall flow rivers of living water. Boom. God poured our water of love in us. So we have the nature of God. We have the love of God in our hearts. God will not ask you to do something that is not possible. Hallelujah. As you are there to the message of love, God's love will flow from you to others. It will flow from you to others. How accurately, and, and I want us to listen here, how accurately you perfect the love work, we measure how much of the perfect will of God you accomplish. If you don't walk in love, some things will be hindered. You want to fulfill your destiny in God? You got to walk in love. That is why I thank God for, um, you know, my fathers in the faith, people that mentor me, whether from a distance or close by. I, I thank God for the teaching about walking in love. Uh, like I said, I was going to share some personal story. Uh, there was a time when my son was sick and um, terminally ill. It was, it was a journey of three and a half years. It was, it was tough. And uh, during that time, I'm telling you, so many things happened. There were people who gathered together. They, it's so called to pray for, for us as a family. And for one of their prayer points was that, God, do not take the sin of the father on the son. Like God was taking that boy through leukemia because of my sin. Can you believe that? And I heard it. 
There was someone who was at that prayer meeting and the person walked up when, when they raised that prayer. said, what kind of rubbish is this? How can you be praying this kind of a prayer? Is God that wicked? To want to punish the little boy, an eight-year-old boy at that time, with leukemia just to teach, to avenge for this. What sin has the father committed? And then even when we saw the way people responded within our circle of influence at that time, where we thought people were going to support and, and love on us and, and, and pray for us, really pray, we didn't find any support. As a matter of fact, we were blamed for not asking for support when it was obvious we needed help. And I look at my life and I say, God, I surrender my life to you. And I surrender my destiny to serve you. When you called me out of when I was in college and you told me to go for you, I never worked for any man for one day. I said, yes, Lord. And I've served you faithfully. And I've been in this place. I've not moved my position. Whatever you ask me to do, I have done. And I said, Lord, answer. But I was, my heart was heavy. Naturally. But guess what? I began to listen to some messages. Because I, I noticed at that point, I wanted to even give up on ministry. It was that bad. I, I just said, no, you know what, God? If you're not going to fix this, whatever it is, I'm out. And guess what? We began to listen to messages. And one thing that stood for us, Galatians 6 verse 7. I mean, 5 verse 6 says, Faith walked by love. Galatians 5 6 says, Faith walked by love. Thank God for the word of God. And we began to meditate on that. And we chose not to walk in unforgiveness. And so it doesn't matter what anybody say now about me or about my family. I am only accountable to God and God alone. Not that you, you know, not that you're not accountable to people, but people don't determine, especially when you know that you are doing your best to honor God in your life. Don't allow anybody to put condemnation on you. Don't allow anybody to put guilt on you. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. So quickly, faith walked by love, like I said. Galatians 5 verse 6. Answer prayer is almost an impossibility when a believer refuses to forgive and avoid strife. At that point, the heaven was closed and we knew it. Nothing was working. The church was struggling. We were struggling financially, spiritually. Every area of our life we were struggling. You know when you're just going through the motion, like you just go to church, go home, church, home, church. Nothing was working. My wife had problem at work. You know, because when this guy was sick for five and a half months, my wife couldn't even work. And so we had no income coming in. And then people began to say all these things about you. So it gets a point. It got to us. But you know what? We thank God for the revelation of his word. And that's why I'm pointing you back to scripture this morning. Go back to the word of God. Don't listen to what people say or didn't say. Go into the word. When you feel like your heart is overwhelmed or you are overwhelmed, David said, take me to a rock that is higher than me. Why? The word. Take me, Lord. Take me. Sit at the feet of Jesus and let God teach you his word. Hallelujah. So quickly, let's look at it. Without love, number one, tongues are just noise. 
So if it's a river, shakalaba, God said it is noise. <laughs> Number two, without love, gifts of the spirit will not function accurately. Are you ready for the, the dawn? Without love, faith will not work. Faith will not work. The Bible then says, Hebrews 11 verse 6, Without faith, it is impossible to please God. So if your faith does not work, you are not pleasing God. Disqualify. Number four, your giving is to no avail. Even your giving. If you like, don't give God 10%. Give God 20% tight. No results. He said, even if I give my body to be born. <laughs> and I have no love. It counts for nothing, the Bible says. Everything is there. First Corinthians chapter 13, verse 1 to 13. So we got to make a quality decision to walk in love and avoid strife at all costs. You must demand that your senses be subject to the word of God. You put the flesh under every time. You cannot afford to not walk in love. You cannot afford. And let, let me share this personal story uh, before I go on to take uh, the next slide and to round up so we pray. I and this this very personal story um, I haven't shared it uh, many times. When I was uh, <clears throat> when when I was born, um, shortly after I was born, I think I was about four years old then. My dad passed, and my ha- my dad happens to have you know he was a businessman, so he had a lot of things like he had trucks. Uh, he was into importing and exporting business, so they were exporting cocoa, uh, the real cocoa beans. They were exported to you know different parts of the world. You know, take it. Uh, he had clients to come all over. So he was very wealthy. And he happened to also be a prince. He was actually, uh, if he had not died, he would have probably, right now, if he hasn't still died, he would have probably been the one, the king from the town we came from in, in Nigeria. But, you know, he passed and everything he left. What happened was that immediately after he died, uh, his, his younger brother took over everything. He took over everything. And you know, it, it's not like this part of the world where you, know, you have all these agreements in place. Oh, you can't talk. So the family actually, maybe you've heard that story before, uh, in some parts of the world where family would take over the possession of uh, maybe their late brother or sister or whatever. They just take over everything. So they took over everything. And you know what they did? They didn't only take over everything, they pushed us out of the house. Me, my mom, and my you know, brother and sister out of the house and we had nothing and then there was this you know this this is my own family story so it's okay you can hear it <laughs> you can hear it um and then what happened my mom now took us and she checked you know i was very young there i didn't really know what was happening and my mom said in the night it was in the night and it was raining and then she took us 
And at that point, you know, my, my mom, my dad did not allow my mom to work because, you know, it provided everything. He had everything. My mom had always, you know, had her own business. But she was not allowed to work there. So she didn't really have anything. When this man suddenly just died and they took over everything. And so it took us, the children, ourselves, to my maternal grandfather's house. That's our own dad's house. But because my own, because my maternal grand, um, granddad had issues with my paternal granddad, they didn't like each other. <laughs> so it was like, well, I told you so. You are not coming to my house. And so, you know, long story short, I ended up having to live with my grandma. My maternal grandfather allowed the children, but did not allow my mom, his own daughter. And so, one of my uh, aunts, who was one of the people that took over my, my dad's uh, houses and businesses and cars and trucks and everything. Um, one day she, after many years, then I was about seven or eight years old now, uh, then one day she, they brought some things. They were mainly clothes. And they said, this is your inheritance. <laughs> and, 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 um, <laughs> and, um, well, my mom said, we, we don't want it. And, you know, she just dropped it and left. That same night, there was, um, there was a bit of rain that day, so the power was out. And I was just walking. That was when there was electricity. Not like, <laughs> so I was, uh, so me and my mom were walking. We're going somewhere. So we walked by our store. We walked by our store. In front of our store, because she had this store where she was, you know, she was doing one of my daddy's house that she took over and she converted in the front of the store. So she was there. And she made a statement which I heard. She said, she actually mentioned my name. And she said, I was going to be part of the inheritance that they will inherit. And you know, and maybe you don't know the magnitude of what that means. It's like they see me or they saw me as worth nothing, but Somebody they can just trample. For years, I held on to that word. For years, I was bitter. I was an angry young man. Thank God for Jesus. I would have missed it. And I thank God I got born again when I was 17 and everything changed. And I, that was when I began to forgive them. And that was why I began to pray that God would just open my eyes. So I don't know what you've gone through with family or whatever. What has been your own story? And I remember even when I, after I'd grown up, I remember going to this same uncle who took everything that my dad had because I felt, you know what? You took everything that he has. You run the business. You're still running them. I know you. This is my dad's business. I deserve to get something from him. And I will go to him. Guess what? He will leave me and tell me, you know, give me a couple of days. I will give you whatever you need so you go back to school. And this guy will not give me anything. His own children will come. He will say to them, while I'm there, give them money, send them away. Like they come, they go. And I will still be there. Sometimes I will be there for a week, two weeks. And eventually, sometimes you just give me transportation, that the transport fare to get me back to school. And it will not even give me what I needed for school. And that happened over and over and over again. But I thank God for the understanding that I had at that point that I cannot hold on to that. 
Because if I keep holding on to that, I will never make progress in life. So next, see, see my life story? There is nothing. Devil, bring your worst. There is nothing the enemy can bring again. Nothing. Nothing. Absolutely nothing. And I want you to have that mindset too. Amen? Mindset too. And why am I sharing that? We need to learn to respond in love. When you choose to respond in love, number one, the God kind of love will begin to influence all that you say and do. Can you see now why, by the grace of God, I'm at a point now, by the grace of God, where... By the grace of God, some things don't move me anymore. Are you with me this morning? We need to respond in love. When you choose to respond in love, when someone says something unkind to you, you are, you are not touchy. You are not fretful. You are not resentful. You take no account of that and you walk free. Let them say whatever. You know, and, 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 and let me say this. And, and I want to say this, and I want us to take this to us. It's part of the thing I'm going to say. Proverbs 17 verse 9 says something about when people say unkind things about us, when people say gossip about us, you know, when you hear it, don't repeat it. Proverbs 17 verse 9, don't repeat it. Don't repeat it to people. Don't repeat it to yourself. I, I hope you understand that. Somebody comes to say something unkind, let's say about Brother David to me now. I'm not going to go to Brother David and say that because guess what? It gets magnified. And it's not good for your heart too. And as, as a matter of fact, when people want to begin to say negative things about somebody to you, immediately stop them from today. The question you should ask them is this. Are you able to repeat this thing you are saying before the person? If they are not able to Ask them that before they, before they proceed any further, stop there. This thing you're about to tell me, are you able to repeat it before this person? If they are not able to repeat, tell them to get out of your house. Because you see, if you are not intentional, you won't be able to do this. Are you with me this morning? You will not be able to do it. And I know why I'm saying what I'm saying. The, there's, a, there's an African proverb that says that if the hear doesn't hear something bad, the heart doesn't get you know, kind of uh, messed up. Let me, let me use that word. If your heart here doesn't hear some unpleasant things, your heart doesn't get upset. Amen? So let's protect our brothers. Proverbs 17 verse 9. Read that. And then we'll pray. Hallelujah. He who covers a transgression seeks love. You see? But he who repeats a matter separates friends. There is no way you come to me today and say, Oh, uh, Brother A said something about me. Uh, and, another, and then I will be friend with Brother A. Uh, you, you understand what I'm saying? I, I'm just gonna, even if I'm not sure he said it or didn't say it, I'm, 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 I'll just keep my distance a little bit. It's natural. Because you feel, Oh, what else have they said? As a matter of fact, there are people right now that I just keep my distance from because I don't want to hear stuff. You, you, I, you understand that? Because every opportunity they have with you, they want to tell you about what somebody is saying. I don't want to hear. People will talk about you till you die. Even when you die, they will still be talking about you. Forever. They will still talk about you. 
The only people they don't talk about are people don't, who have never existed. You exist, people will talk. Amen? And you know, people know how to run your life better than you did. Sometimes people, people will tell you they know how to run your life better than you are running it. You got to be careful. Hallelujah. Don't be a channel for people to express their... Fr- because some people are not happy and they want to dump their garbage on you. There's a story of a man as I close. You know, he was a taxi driver in New York and, he was, you know, he gave this guy a ride. And he was so happy, you know, driving. And the man was curious, like, huh, this guy is so happy being a cab driver. Huh, what's going on? And so he asked him, he said, why are you so happy and cheerful? The guy said, you know what? He said, I'm happy... Because I know at least I'm doing something. And then as they, were, as they drove on, there was um, somebody caught him in traffic. And the guy just smiled and waved at the guy. You know, normally you, you go, you press your, you know, your horn, you just hoot at them. The guy did not. So the man looked at him again and said, I expected you to react. Look at that guy caught you off. He said, he said oh, you know what? Some people are like a garbage truck. They are looking for somewhere to dump their garbage. I am not going to allow them. He said, I have made up my mind not to allow anybody to dump their garbage on me. Isn't, isn't that a wonderful lesson? We need to make that decision too. Hallelujah. Can we rise this morning as we pray? In three minutes, we just want to talk to the Lord. The first point we need to start from is, you cannot obey the word of God if you are not born again. If your relationship with the Lord is not the way it should be, this is the time to make amend. This is the time to put things right with the Lord. So you are here this morning and you know that you are not obeying the word of God. You are not living by the word of God. I just want to ask you to ask the Lord right now. I'm not going to ask you to come out and all that, but where you are standing, I'm just going to ask you that you put, you just put your right hand, your right hand on your heart, and just say, Lord Jesus, thank you for dying for my sins. I receive you today as my Lord and Savior, and if you are rededicating your life to say that, I receive you today as my Lord and Savior. I rededicate my life to you. That's from today. Help me to walk with you, walk in the truth, to live my life for you. That from today, Lord, I'm not going to live unto myself anymore. But I will live unto you. Thank you for forgiving me my sins. Thank you for accepting me as your own child. And I give you praise. I receive the grace to walk in love from today because God is love. In Jesus' name. Amen. That out of the way. Now let's pray. I want us to ask the Lord, Lord, help me to live by the word. Help me to live by the word. We said the word of God is the foundation. Without the word, we cannot love. Walking in love means walking in the word. Ask the Lord right now, Lord, help me to live by the word. In the name of Jesus, through the correct application of the word, help me to put my flesh in check. Through the application, the correct application. There's a wrong application of the word. Lord, through the correct application of the word, help me, O Lord, Father, to put my flesh in check. 
Lord, I will not yield to the flesh anymore. In the name of the Bible, say that either to the flesh of the flesh, which either so to the flesh shall reap corruption. Father, O Lord, for either so to the spirit of the spirit reap eternal life. Lord, I do not want to yield to the flesh. Help me to put the flesh in check. In the name of Jesus. Say, Father, help me to walk in love. Help me to believe the best of everyone. In the name of Jesus, help me to believe the best of everyone and avoid strife at all costs. Help me, O oh Lord, to believe the best of everyone and avoid strife at all, at all costs. In the name of Jesus. And I want you to pray. Lastly, I want you to pray. Any blessing that I've lost to strife, Lord, restore, even as I'm committed to work in love. By your grace, go ahead and talk to the Lord. Any blessing that I've lost, <laughs> oh, to strive. Any blessing that I've lost, oh, Lord, come forgiveness. Father, in the name of Jesus, let there be a restoration. Father, restore, oh, Lord, every blessing that I've been lost to strive, to unforgiveness, to bitterness. Lord, restore them. Restore them even as I'm committed. I'm committed to walk in love by your grace. In the name of Jesus, go ahead and worship the Lord. Give him praise. Give him praise for the grace to walk in love. Give him praise this morning. Hallelujah. We give you praise, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. We worship you, Father. We receive that grace this morning. Hallelujah. Thank you for the grace to walk in love. Glory be to your holy name. Keep thanking him this morning.